Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, and welcome to the 69th ever episode of Aiden on Anchor. Nice. Aiden on Anchor is a podcast focusing on my life. I'll tell you a lot about myself and hopefully provide value through experience. What's up everybody? Currently recording this on December 11th, 2020 at 3.46pm. And gamers, I knew we were going to reach it one day, but the fact of the matter is we have hit the funny haha sex number on Aiden on Anchor, which is a remarkable achievement. I mean, we've had a lot with Aiden on Anchor, you know, getting a lot of listens and having a consistent audience, the fact they've been able to make money from it, all fine and dandy, I guess, but none of them really match up to hitting the haha funny sex number, honestly. I I didn't think we could really peak there, Uh, but I guess we have. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. I legit didn't even think about that until I noticed uh, when I was starting to record the episode that we were literally at episode 69. So, uh, I guess what that means is we get to talk about all my different sex stories for this episode. Um, and once you know it, we're, we're done talking about them because I don't have any. Crazy. Um, what, do you, what do you mean, Aiden? Are you, a, are you a virgin? Yes. Yes. That's what that means. I make YouTube. What did, what did you think I was going to say? Like, yes, people people watch Blue Catch Productions and femoids come up to me like, oh, Aiden, wow, that top 10 Jodo Pokemon video made me wet. I'm like, thanks, girl. And then we go to Golden Corral and I lose $10 from the buffet. You know, it's a very exciting night, I'm sure. But, uh... <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm on. What are we actually talking about today? Well, I figured this will probably be uh, the last episode of the year because I want to kind of take a little bit of a break from Aiden on Acre and start back fresh in the new year because uh, I just have some other projects I want to work on for December, have some videos I want to end up finishing. I've mentioned it before to Jay and some of my friends, but I actually have like the next five videos all in the works right now, but they're all at like different stages of production. So like some are only in the writing stage. Some have had things recorded. Others have had editing to it, but not enough to finish it. So I know what my next five videos are going to be, but I'm always kind of hopping around to doing other things. So uh, yeah, I think I'm going to put the brakes a little bit on a non acre until 2021 January, whenever that first Monday is, let me check. Um, the 4th. We'll be back on the 4th. So it'll be about a three-week break or so. And then I can kind of hop back into Aiden on Acre Fresh and have some things to talk about. Talk about Christmas. Maybe I'll have a new computer by then. Who knows? Uh, But I'm just realizing, you know, after the past couple of episodes, I'm running out of interesting things to talk about. And uh, if I do have things to talk about, I'm I'm either saving it for LHG or or in the Discord call. Uh, But there, there are still some interesting things happening. Um, one of the things I mentioned on LHG recently is that I now have a bike. I have a mountain bike because my mom is trying to get back into being healthy, and I'm super proud of her. Uh, she's already lost like a good 23 pounds or so, which is super awesome. And uh, I've been there to support her, so any weird foods that she's eating, I'm eating. If she wants to walk, I'm walking because I've been on that road before. I've been on that health path, and it can be very hard to do it by yourself when you have no one else to support you. So I'm trying to be good on my end, uh, even if I don't want to, to really get up and not necessarily do it for me, but to do it for her. So we had been walking for a while and doing all these things. And a while back, she had mentioned that she really wanted to bike. 
because she was getting tired of, of walking around. And uh, I'd always been like a pretty big biker as a kid, but kind of fell off of it because a lot of adult bikes suck. But uh, it was brought up to me that they were going to get her a bike, but they wanted me to have one as well so that she doesn't go biking by herself in case something happened. I'm like, my mom's a 40-year-old woman. She's fine, right? Like, nothing bad's going to happen to her. But hey, I'm not going to say no to, to a free bike. So uh, we ended up going to the Walmart, and I now have a, a Huffy Scout bike. And it's a mountain bike with gears and shit. I have no idea what the gears do. If I'm going to be honest, there's like two different dials and it doesn't say on the instruction manual because it's a used bike. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to put on the default setting and uh, hope nothing bad happens and go at it from there. Uh, but I'm sure actually learning those gears would, would make the bike riding experience better. I'm just too lazy to look it up and I haven't found good resources anywhere. So if you know, if you're a biker, which I doubt many people listening to this are, uh, let me know, what what the fuck do those little gears do, right? Because one of them, right, I, I figured would, would move resistance, but why are there two? And do they affect each other? Does one have to be on one thing before you can change the other one? I don't know. Took me a while to figure out gears in my truck. You want me to go research how that shit works for bikes? No way. No way, sir. You're crazy. But yeah, I've really been enjoying biking a lot. We've been going up and down the street going around the neighborhood, and uh, not going to lie, it has pretty thoroughly kicked my ass uh, multiple times. I can do really fine on flat stretches of road, but anytime there's like a hill or a little bit of elevation or something like drastic, bruh, I am gassed, I am out of breath, I feel weak, I want to like get off the bike and just walk the rest of the way home, but I push through it, I'm like no, I'm not going to pussy out. I'm going to stay on this damn bike. I'm going to get up this hill. And then I'm going to feel like shit afterwards for the next 30 minutes as I try to catch my breath. But you know what? That's it's fine. It's compromises. It's fucking compromises. Uh, and so I'm hoping, and I'm already kind of starting to see it now. But the more and more I do it, the more and more I go up that hill, the easier it gets as I kind of relearn how much fun it is to, to bike ride and shit to do. Uh, I still don't quite like it as much as my childhood bike, just because, again, those things were a lot simpler. I don't like how complex and how uh, not very ergonomic. Like, the seat that it originally came with was ass, bro. It was so small, and there was, like, very little cushion for your butt to sit on, so it jet just felt like it was riding up your asshole, bro. Which, hey, that might be for somebody, but for me, it was very uncomfortable. And I, uh, as soon as possible... Went over to Walmart and got one of those bigger ones for my for my fat cheeks to sit on. And now I feel far more comfortable. So maybe, you know, if uh, bike riding is a bit of a struggle for you, maybe getting yourself a new seat, $20 or so from Walmart, might be enough uh, motivation. You don't want something too wide, because otherwise that puts your legs in pain. But you want something wide enough to, to sit on and, and to feel comfortable with. So that's been my... Aiden's adventures into, into biking and shit. Uh, I'm hoping to take it to like a, a park and just drive around in a park and really enjoy that because those typically are more built for for bikes and I'm not having to deal with the weird changes in elevation up and down the street. But we'll get to that point. We'll get to that point. I'm hoping that I can take my, my water drinking habit with this new walking and biking habit 
combine them together. And then I might be like really well set to actually properly tackle my health in 2021. I mean, obviously that's not the complete picture. That's like two parts of like a four part program. My, my ideal four part program for health that I've, that I've kind of decided right now in this very instance is like the four key things I need to have going on if I want to feel healthy. And that is drinking water, which I'm already good at, right? That's the one I've mastered. Exercise, either walking or biking. That's the one I'm working toward now. Uh, I did it a little bit last year, then stopped. Then my mom started walking. Then I started walking. Then the bike thing. Biking is fun. That's stage two, right? We're getting the water. We're getting the exercise. Three and four are a little bit more complicated. Three is just simply sleeping, right? At an early enough time, eight or so hours every day, not feeling exhausted. And that's honestly really just going to come down to how well I manage my time on Discord. Because if I can get off Discord at an early enough time to go to bed, I'll fall asleep every time. I don't have trouble sleeping. Like once I'm in bed, I am easy to get comfortable and vibe. I have a big ass fan in here. We're good. Have no issues sleeping. It's just the time in which I go to bed is an issue because if it's later, I'll sleep for longer and wake up later. And that ruins my chances for the next day to try to get back on track. And it's a never ending cycle that I've talked about a thousand different times before, but sleep, right? That's the third thing. And then the fourth and final thing, and probably the hardest of the bunch is dieting is right. Eating right, eating good foods. And I've been kind of doing that a little bit because my mom will cook some stuff and I'll eat it regardless. I'm actually kind of a pretty big fan of turkey burgers now. Uh, a while back I had had them and they were kind of just bad, but man, they've made some improvements. They've really stepped up their, their fucking turkey burger game guys. Like if you haven't had one in a while, that shit's good. And even, even if you don't like it, like you can mask a lot of that shit with a good bit of lettuce, some sauces, your bread of choice, bacon, if you really want to, I don't, you know, not, not telling you how to live your life or anything, but if you could sneak in a little bit of bacon, I don't think nobody would know. All right. This would be a little secret, be a little secret between you and me. You could just sneak in the bacon and the turkey burger. I don't, what? Huh? Huh? Who said that? Which one of you motherfuckers said that? I'm trying to get me off track of health. Mm-mm-mm can't believe that shit but uh yeah dieting eating right that's always going to be the hardest part for me as much as i can struggle with sleep as much as i can struggle with sometimes exercising those two things i can do once i reach the point where i say i'm gonna do it like as soon as i'm committed i'm there right if i can get out the house i will walk if i get into bed i will sleep at the right time dieting oh that's that's not like i very easily falling into the trap of convenient food rather than healthy food because i don't like cooking i don't like thinking about what i'm gonna have to eat because i have 90 other things going down i get what i'm handed i eat that and that just sort of makes my diet either really good or really bad depending on what phase everybody else is going through right now you know it's very much dependent on other people but uh, i figured if I could get the get the sleep, biking, and water thing like really well down, three out of four ain't bad. And I can just kind of continue to vibe in the dieting area because I have good metabolism. I'm not worrying about getting big or worrying about weight. This is more of just like, I want my stomach to feel better. I want uh, my bacteria to feel better. <laughs> I don't want to be 
in the bathroom for a good portion of the year. And that starts with actually eating right. So those are like my, my four pillars. Maybe there's more to it. Some people would throw meditation and yoga in there. Some people would, you know, throw in like actual social activities in there. I'm keeping it stupid simple, right? So if I can get those four things down, I'd really feel like we're in business. And two of them are looking really solid right now. It's just the other two. Kind of a little yikes. But uh, 2021, man. Gonna gonna fucking do it, for real. I've never stopped, right? That's the thing. Is yes, I've gone on and off before. But ever since the health challenge, I've never really like 100% put down the health concern, really. Uh, there have been points where it's higher than others, but I've always managed to get back on that horse. And that's something that I talk about a lot in Ain't On Acres. Like whether it's a creative passion or health or a new habit that you're learning or a new job that you're at. Really, as long as you're just willing to get back on that horse once you're knocked down, you can fucking do anything, bro. Doesn't matter if you're stupid. Doesn't matter if your body ain't built right. Don't matter how long it's gonna take. The number one hardest part is anytime you're knocked down, you gotta get back up. Because if you stay down, then you never do it. And then you get into quitting and depression and the whole yada, yada, yada. But that's just sort of been my, my main strategy. Is yeah, I can, I can go off and on with the health thing. I can go off and on with the video thing. But the reason I've never quit YouTube, the reason I've never quit the health struggle, the reason why I still try to do things even though I don't succeed, is I am very much used to just being knocked the fuck down off the horse, being like, well, fuck me. And then I take a week or two to get back up. But eventually I'm back up and running again, you know? Very easy to, to build up and build down in that sort of way. So, what are you going to do? But yeah, that's 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 sort of where I'm at. Sort of what I'm thinking about recently. Uh, what's been on my mind as of late. Because yeah, New Year's resolutions and shit, I guess. But like, I'm trying to have it be to where I'm already in the good habits before the New Year. Like, that's, that's the real big brain strategy. Fuck, fuck trying to change on January 1st. What you should really be doing is trying to change two weeks into December so that when January 1st rolls around and you're like, hey, New Year's resolution, I'm going to do this. But then you're already fucking doing it, bro. It's already set in your mind. And you're already fucking doing it. And people are going to be like, wow, I can't believe you did that. That's crazy. That's so hard. And like, you're already two weeks ahead of the curve. You can already deal with all the negative side effects because it's fucking January and a sad ass month. You'll be you'll you'll just be fucking rocking. You want to make a resolution for your life? You can do that shit today. Do it in June. Do it in fucking December weather. Doesn't matter. Get that shit up. You know. Hop back on that horse. I'm repeating myself as usual. Uh, <laughs> I guess another thing I want to talk about just briefly is uh. My letterbox account. I've started reviewing movies and writing down my thoughts because I hadn't always been like that big into movies. Like in terms of the media I consume, video games are definitely at the top of my list. But movies have slowly been creeping up there more and more and more. Where now I'd say it's like a solid number two, or maybe a number three behind music. It really depends. But it's grown a lot. And my appreciation and knowledge of them has expanded to the point where I now feel comfortable talking about movies and my thoughts about them 
So I started this letterbox account back in September and I've just kind of been casually throwing out reviews to some Disney movies and some of my favorites. But I've also now just started like, you know, if I watch a movie, random or not, yeah, probably have a letterbox review on it. So if you just go to letterbox and search Blue Catch Productions, you can find it rather easily. But just think of it like a, like a written version of uh, any of my Aiden on Anchor movie reviews that I do. Uh, because it very much is just similar to that, but now in written form with like actual ratings because I didn't used to do ratings, but like Letterbox has the star system. And even though I have a whole big deal and issue with star systems and rating systems, especially for something as subjective as media can be, it is just right there. And I just click it and they move on. I'm like, wow, look at how orderly all these movies are put into a group. It's categorization is what it is. It's less about the number and the review, and it's more about how can I categorize my enjoyment of films? How can I get all these two stars and three stars into its own groups? That way, when I go to look back or want to recommend a movie, I can easily find that shit. The star system is the easiest way to look that shit up, you know? Like, I could technically make my own convoluted system and, and organize things into little playlists and shit, but this is just the easiest method, and it's the one that most everybody uses. So don't think, like, terribly highly of my fucking star reviews. Like, I'd rather you read what I actually wrote in the review if you're going to find out my thoughts about a movie. But, uh, you know, they're there if you want to, I guess. I'm going to probably do a lot more letterbox review stuff in 2021. Definitely more on the casual angle, kind of how I treat my comedy music, where reviews are going to happen when I feel like doing them and when I get around to them, but there is no schedule. Again, similar to the comedy music, it just sort of comes out. Uh, but I'm going to try sometime soon to find a way to migrate those letterbox reviews onto my website and just put like a review section on the website so you can get all my thoughts on movies and shit. And who knows, if I get good enough at, at doing these, these letterbox and movie reviews, maybe, right? Like I could be doing written video game reviews, written music reviews, updates and stuff. Writing is just that skill that I have to keep working at over and over again because a lot of the time I don't feel like doing it and a lot of the time I feel like I'm really bad at it for one reason or another. I, I very much prefer vocally getting out my thoughts as, as opposed to writing them down. But uh, the more and more I get into it, right, and the more and more I have time to write down my, my thoughts on a movie, the, the more it comes a little bit naturally to me and I'm like wow this ain't so bad I don't fucking hate this as much as I thought it's just kind of like doing a video but rather than ad-libbing it, it it takes a lot longer just to write down a three or four paragraph review I swear it does I could talk about a movie so much faster in a 30 minute video than it would be for me to write a three or four paragraph review on Letterboxd not joking so in the spirit of Letterboxd in the spirit of movie reviews, right? I want the last thing we talk about on Aiden on Acre to end the year out would be my thoughts on the movie Tenet. Yeah, boy. Christopher Nolan, you know, the funny haha man who's like, hey, it's a global pandemic. Go to theaters. And everybody was like, Lamont, no. And then some stupid people actually did go to theaters and infect their family. We're not talking about those people today. We're talking about Tenet. How was it? And, uh, you know, it, it was fine. It was okay. 
Not the worst fucking thing I've seen. The worst thing I've seen this year is Monsters vs. Aliens. Like, that movie, if you have nostalgia for it, or you think it was, like, kind of a hidden gem, go back and watch it. Go back and watch Monsters vs. Aliens and tell me how you feel about it in a 2020 context. I'd be real interested to see if if, if you were a fan of that movie, if you still are now. Because uh, on rewatch, shit is dog shit, bro. Shit is bad. Really bad. Again, we're not talking about Monsters vs. Aliens. Tenet, what's it about? So, they, uh, scientists, I guess, or, or whatever, from the future, have found a way to reverse the entropy of things. Just basically reverse time, right? That's the dumb, stupid, idiot version of it that, that I want to explain. Because the movie's like, well, the natural entropy of this bullet is like, he shot the bullet in reverse, right? That's what it is. It's time travel, basically. And because it's a time travel movie, uh, it gets way too fucking complicated. Way too much shit is added onto it. And it also means that a good bit of the dialogue is dedicated to explaining said gimmick. So we don't really get things like conversations in Tenet. We don't really get things like character development in Tenet. We get two people talking about how this time travel system works and what you need to do next. And that can be a wild ride in and of itself in the same way that people watch mysteries and crime thrillers. It's not inherently bad. But it also means that, like, none of these characters are interesting, and none of them stand out, and none of them have personalities or growth. They're just kind of surrogates to do fun time travel action shit. And once you know it, like, that's the best part of the movie. When Christopher Nolan is just doing his stupid time travel shenanigans, it's good. It's fun. It's inventive. We get to see a fight scene the first time. And then we get to see it again in a different perspective, kind of Back to the Future 2 style. So fucking good. Really awesome. The practical effects is cool. I like anything involving reverse time and how it's shown visually. It's very creative in a lot of instances. The concept is very creative. It's just unfortunately not executed well on a writing perspective, on a character perspective, on a story perspective, on a dialogue perspective, it misses out on a lot of foundational good movie things in service of this wacky idea and a couple of good action scenes. And for some people, that's all you need. For some people, that's all you're coming to Tenet to watch. And if you want that, you will be satisfied. But if you're looking for any substance, if you're looking for anything to chew on, if you're looking for something else to think about after you're done watching the movie, it's just not there. So I gave it two stars on Letterboxd. And you can... Listen to my extended thoughts there. Link in the description below. Oh my gosh, Mad Lab. I know. I'm a fucking savage content creator. It's what I do. I'm like Sephiroth, bro. Sephiroth's in Smash now. That's crazy. Why Sephiroth be in Smash like that? It's nuts. That's what I'm doing. I'm coming down with a big sword. And you think you're getting content. But the sword just says advertisement on it instead. Bing bang bazinga, bro. He actually didn't get pranked because it, it says it in the in the show notes for a non-anchor what the topics are. So it's kind of your own fault if you clicked on it. But uh, what are you going to do? Anyway, <laughs> that'll do it for this episode of a non-anchor episode 69, the final one of the year. Thank you so much for all the support we've had on a non-anchor this year. I'll go to my dashboard, but I think we're at 1,289 plays all time. 
an estimated audience of five, which is fucking dope. And in terms of episodes, I'd have to let me go to the episode tab, but I think what's the what's the first episode we started on this year? I want to know how many we, we ended up doing. Alright, episode 36. We're gonna go to the L calculator because I'm inept. 69 minus 36. 33? Done 33 episodes this year? That's pretty good. That's pretty fucking good, I think. 33 episodes? Shit ain't bad at all. That's actually really good. I'm proud. I'm proud of us gamers. Oh, we also did the Parker episode, too. So I guess that would be like 34 if you really want to be quirky. But uh, yeah, thank you for all the support. Thank you to Jay, who has consistently given me money on Anchor, which is very pog. Thank you to Parker, who did so on Patreon, even though he has stopped currently. Uh, still appreciate your support. Thank you for everybody who listens. And thank you to everybody who shares this podcast around or reviews it on all the other different podcast platforms. Really appreciate that shit because it means the podcast can go other places. Hope you had a great time listening to Aiden on Anchor this year, and I hope to do more of the same in 2021. I've been Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and I'll see you guys next year. Bye bye, everybody.